Five seconds. Four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Give me a second here. Having a little bit of difficulty. Not a problem, though. We can fix that right now. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. It would seem that in the grand scheme of things, politics is going to play a major role in how we, the American people, are treated as it relates to the coronavirus pandemic during the winter months. 
Uh, let me give you a simple situation. The Congress is battling with the Senate. The Senate and the Congress are battling back and forth. The president is battling with both. And it's becoming a battle royale. It is also becoming a very serious situation in the respects that, when you think about it, it's over money. That's right, America. It's over the almighty dollar, greenbacks, dinero, wampum. And believe me when I tell you, it is not a very pretty situation, to say the least. I mean, look, the states run by liberal governors. They want money in order to fix their broken economies. In other words, their budgets. So, okay, you want to fix your budget. Well, Governor Cuomo had an opportunity to do that some time back. And now he's actually begging the federal government for money. That's right. He's been begging for months and months and months. Well, wait a minute. What about the American people whose businesses... Liberal Democrats like Cuomo are literally decimating because of the pandemic. Now, here's the problem with this whole situation, folks. And I want you to really think about this for just a moment. Now, you see, in order to um, really get the American people behind them, I would think that the Democrats would be willing to up the ante just a little bit. But they're not. What they're doing is they're depriving the American people of their own tax money. Yes, you know, the, the taxes that are paid to the government. Uh, they don't want you and I to get a stimulus check. But rather, take that money, take that, that almighty greenback, dollar signs, wampum, and turn around and decide where they're going to give it to special interest groups, lobbyists, and other such foolhardy bullshit. I mean, it's literally going to go to all kinds of bullshit. That's right. U.S. choice, grade A, bullshit. Yeah, I know. I shouldn't do that. But it's so much fun because it's true. I mean, they just want to turn around and give you all, get this now, listen, listen carefully, wait for it, wait for it. They want to give you nada, zippo, zilch, absolutely bupkis. Now, if you think about it, America, you're, you're kind of being hung out to dry. Okay. Now the Republicans are no prize package in this either. Okay. They're hanging us out to dry as well because they're stubborn. I don't blame them for being stubborn because they're trying to do something positive for you and I, but sometimes being positive and stubborn at the same time doesn't always match up. It doesn't always work. It doesn't always seem to fit the bill. So here's a simple suggestion I have for the Democrats and the Republicans, respectively. First of all, turn around, look in the mirror, 
I'm serious. Stop and look in a mirror. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters need not do that because I know the mirror may not survive with your face being reflected in it. But humor me. When you look in the mirror, and you will end up looking in a mirror, Democrats, okay? I want you to look in that mirror, and I want you to look very carefully. I want you to look at what reflects back at you. And then think about all the American people who have paid taxes and paid taxes and paid taxes only to have you screw the American people, okay? Where you sit there for months at a time, forgetting for a moment that it's the American taxpayers who are not working right now in many places across the country, who are business owners and are not able to open their business because Democrat governors and or mayors or both just decided out of the clear blue, oh, hey, you know what, we're in a pandemic, so you're going to shut down for a while. A young lady who owns a business in California is forced unhappily to have to sacrifice, possibly close her business at the rate things are going because NBC decided to put tables, an outdoor tent, and so forth. And there's no social distancing in this tent, by the way. They set this tent up in all places in the parking lot where her business is just a mere 50 feet away from where she set up a outdoor tent for outdoor dining with social distancing requirements met and everything. But she can't run her business because the rules and regulations or dictates of Governor Newsom is choking her out of business. Okay, first of all, NBC is a joke. NBC is no more than the Nazi Broadcasting Company. That's right, the Nazi Broadcasting Company. They're a bunch of dictators and wimps that don't know any better at all. Saturday Night Live, to get around a loophole, get this, folks, They decided to pay their audience to come and watch them. Wow, they're that desperate for an audience? Hey, Saturday Night Live, I'll tell you what. You give me $5 million cash. I'll show up with mask on, sit in the audience, even if I'm just an audience of one, and for $5 million, I'll do that. Oh, wait. I'm a conservative. You won't want me there. Never mind. Forget it. Besides, y'all haven't been funny since the days of Eddie Murphy, John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and so on. So please, let's get one thing straight, shall we? Let's realize that y'all suck. Lauren Michaels, close the show for good. It'd be the best thing For our funny bones. Look, I know I've put a bit of a poopery of different information into my talking points tonight, but it's a little grab bag of stuff to consider for discussion. But one last little item. 
something that you might really want to consider to talk about tonight. As we draw closer and closer to Christmas, the liberals want to cancel Christmas. This year, let's show Democrats what Americans are truly made of, how we the people feel about their lockdowns, their intimidation to uh, prevent us from being with loved ones, especially at the most holiest of days on the Christian calendar. Now, I don't care what it takes to get through to these thick-headed, empty-skulled characters called Democrats, but whatever it takes, that's what it's going to take. Now, a little food for thought. Remember all the Antifa and BLM riots that went on, all the protesting they did? Well, they called it protesting in the mainstream media. It was still bullshit, rioting, looting, and destruction of public and private property. Well, guess what? Now the Democrats are saying that if we on the right want to protest, we have to get permits. What the fuck? Last time I checked, the First Amendment guaranteed us the following. That Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Well, guess what Democrats are doing, folks? They're doing just that. Or abridging the freedom of speech. Social media outlets like Facebook and Twitter are doing that. And YouTube. Or of the press. Well, if you're a liberal press outlet and you follow the dictates of the Democratic Party and you're willing to be their propaganda arm, you have nothing to worry about. But the rest of us, we got a lot to worry about. Kind of. Or the right of the people, and this is the important part here when it comes to protesting, the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Let me read that last line of the First Amendment again. The right of the people to peaceably assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. But in order to do that, we have to get a permit, according to Democrats. Isn't that just special? <coughs> Gag me already, for Christ's sakes. So, in other words, Antifa and Black Lives Matter can go out there and smash windows, burn buildings, loot stores, and all that good shit, and they didn't need a permit to do this, by the way. No, they didn't need a permit. Fuck. They didn't have to get one. They just went out and did it. And the left went... Over the whole thing. Go figure. Hashtag FFNOP. Hashtag FFNOP.
NOP. Use that hashtag to trend this broadcast globally on Parler, MeWe, Gab, and all other social media platforms, too. With that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. Oh, how do you like that? I forgot to turn my mic on on the uh, on the other dial. Thanks, Cherokee Rose. Appreciate the heads up. Oh boy, how embarrassing that is. Okay, let me try this again and see if I can, you know, kind of fixate this uh, situation here. Okay, voice of all. See this fuel log burning behind me. That's the Yule Log for this year's Firefox News Online Yule Log Christmas broadcast on Christmas Eve. The first thing we're going to do for the Soldier Santa, that's why I'm wearing a camouflage Santa Claus hat that's kind of disappearing in the camera. You're going to see from my personal collection of Christmas movies a select, a select movie. And then, and then, and then, and then along came Jones. Oh, sorry, wrong item. Let me try that again. Not the song, though. No, I'm not going to do that to you. No music. Ooh. Okay. Let me try this one more time. Now, immediately following the movie, the 
Firefox News Online Yule Log will burn brightly, as you see it burning in the background. Of course, I will be here from time to time, pre-recorded, of course, but I will be here from time to time sharing a Christmas song that I have recorded myself. Don't worry, folks. It'll sound a lot better. And then along came Jones. You know, much better than that. Trust me. Now, aside from all else, that's the Christmas Eve through Christmas Day broadcast. Now, that'll be starting on Christmas Eve, which falls on my regular night's broadcast, a Thursday night. So guess what? The Thursday night broadcast of Firefox News Online will be preempted. And the U-Log will be presented solely on video. There will be no internet radio broadcast. So if you've got a smart TV that you can simulcast that you can that you can cast this broadcast on do that with the u-log especially and enjoy that's december 24th starting at 6 p.m eastern time 5 p.m central and 3 p.m pacific time on the video platforms used by the firefox news online internet broadcasting network and of course the Soldier Santa. Now, having said that, I will put the usual background back up, but I'm gonna I'm still gonna wear my soldiers through the month of December. You're gonna see me wearing this soldier this soldier Santa santa claus cap why because uh you can't see it but i've got my christmas tree in here in the studio i've got my christmas lights up in the window and i've got my, my i've got a mini major i gotta show you this folks you're gonna love this okay now, i will be getting to the phone lines in just a hot new york minute so guys don't 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 think for one minute i forgot you All right. I see you guys on the phone lines. Hang tight. Just give me a second here. All right. And let me see you. Now, this is what you're, for those of you watching on the video platforms, this little tiny manger scene sits right on a small stand by my front door. So that when people come in, they'll see this little manger scene sitting right there. In my family, there has always been a manger scene set up. A lot bigger than this one. I couldn't find one, sadly. Not a big one, anyway. But I managed, I managed to find this little tiny one. I should say my mother did. This was mom's. She had this in her bedroom. 
not on display, but she had it in her bedroom. Anyway, it sits by the front door as a reminder of what Christmas truly is all about. Now I'm going to switch off camera for just a second while I go put the manger back. Okay, now that we got that out of the way. Now to bring the, the, the dudes that have been waiting so patiently to get on the, to get, the, mm -hmm, to join me, mm -hmm, sitting, uh, mm -hmm. hello, fellers. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, yo, yo, yo. fellow yo-yos. So, anywho's it's. By the way, I started to look at that uh, item that you put in the chat room, Gunslinger, and I forgot about the audio kicking in. I was scrambling to shut it off real fast. But, uh, yeah, uh -huh. folks, Gunslinger. Uh, put a story in the chat room from Fox Business Network about asshole on crack. Oh, you, 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 you want to know who I mean? Well, it's real simple, actually. Asshole on crack is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Well, apparently, the congresswoman the freshman congresswoman, has made employee of the month at Goya. Oh, boy. <laughs> I kid you not, folks. You are not going to believe this shit. Oh, Lord. Let me see what... There it is. Uh, give me a second, because I know the audio from the video is going to kick in any second. Or at least I think it will. There we go. Well, yeah, see, the Goya CEO says that AOC, old asshole on crack, was named Employee of the Month after her boycott call led to sales spiking. Oh, yeah. Because of her call to boycott sales of Goya merchandise started to go up 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 like a freaking rocket I can safely say I kind of helped in that because I buy Goya products myself I have the uh, the all-purpose seasoning without pepper uh, because I, I, I throw a pinch of that into my tomato sauce uh, I make a butter sauce with it, you know, all kinds, you know, I, I do all kinds of simple stuff with it. It's, it's really a good seed. It's an all-purpose seasoning that's really good. I even throw it on my meatloaf. It actually makes the meatloaf taste pretty good. But anyway, I digress. So, Robert Yunanu, Nananu. Sorry. I'm in a... 
I'm in a bit of a silly mood today. It's been like this all day. But Goya CEO Robert Unano told radio's Michael Berry show on Monday that New York rep Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, asshole on crack, was named Employee of the Month after the company's sales spiked in response to the progressive congresswoman's call for a boycott of its products earlier this year. When she boycotted us, our sales actually increased 1,000%. This is according to the CEO of Goya, who said on the show, which is syndicated on some 20 stations across the country, Oopsies. <laughs> oh, boy. So we gave her an honorary. We never were able to hand it to her, but she got Employee of the Month for bringing attention to Goya and our adobo. He noted that the boycott allowed Goya to reach so many new people while maintaining its base. Well, Ocasio-Cortez's call came after Yunanu, I think I'm pronouncing his name right, I hope I am, declared at a White House event that the United States was blessed to have a leader like President Trump, who is a builder. I can say that again. Oh, look, it's the second, excuse me, it's the sound of me Googling how to make your own adobo. Ocasio-Cortez wrote to her 10.7 million followers on Twitter after social media backlash prompted hashtag boycott Goya. Well, Yanu told Barry uh, that it was interesting to see AOC as one of the first people to boycott Goya and go against her own people, adding that she is naive when it comes to her support of policies like the Green New Deal. Is that folks? Well, his latest comments come as Goya has doubled its production with an $80 million facility in Texas to meet increasing demand. Despite the success, Unano told Fox Business Maria Bartiromo in an interview last week, that he is concerned for the nation. We're controlled by social media. Anything that doesn't go along with their agenda and narrative is not permissible. This is what he said on Mornings with Maria. We've lost our courage. We are the greatest country on earth, but we've lost the freedom and we have to get back to work. He lamented that politicians have blamed the coronavirus on Trump and weaponized it against the American worker. He also argued that politicians should be fired instead of the millions in the restaurant industry who are now unemployed due to COVID-19 restrictions. They turned their weapons in a political year on the masses. This is discrimination against the working class. We're not teaching our children. We're not working. This is what 
the CEO of Goya said. I'll tell you what. I couldn't agree more with this guy. Let's face the reality, fellas. All right? Here you've got a member of Congress calling to boycott Goya because they dared to support President Trump. Only it all went up in smoke right in her face when sales of Goya products skyrocketed. And like I said, I use Goya products. I have the, the Goya red beans. I have the, the Goya adobo seasoning. No pepper. And, uh, you know, the Goya products are actually not that bad at all. They're actually quite good. I I find them to be a help, you know, when when I'm when I'm making a um, when I'm making something, you know, that's experimental. Especially, I want the I want the I want the best I can put into into my pots on my in my frying pans, whatever you know I'm cooking. So I use Goya, and you know what? I was using Goya before she called for the boycott. I've been using Goya since she called for the boycott, and I will use Goya for as long as I'm alive on this earth. Why? I like it. The stuff, the stuff is good. The products work. You, know, you use what works. So here's, here's to, I raise my glass to the, to the Goya Employee of the Month, albeit honorary, asshole on crack. Salute, bitch. <laughs> what do you say, Mike? You mean um, you mean Amer America's original cunt? <laughs> you know? Yeah, but but let's not forget what that word stands for. It's an acronym. Can't understand normal thinking. Always remember that. <laughs> and and I'm wondering if you know, normally when a business has a has an employee of the month, the guy or gal, whomever it is, has a picture taken and and they put the picture up in the you know office. You know if it's if it's a if it's a what it what take your take your pick of your business, right, George? Uh, they put the picture up. So I wonder if the people in at Goya I mean, it's hilarious. It's it's humor and the humor isn't you know, isn't it, I guess the humor is lost on them on Democrats, but it's humorous and I wonder if the guys at Goya have have a picture of AOC that they put up in their offices and said, this is our employee of the month. <laughs> I, I, you know something? I am half tempted to call Goya tomorrow, its offices in Texas, and ask them, you know, I identify myself as a journalist, you know, as a reporter, and I'll tell them, look, 
I've been following the story with a smile on my face because I think it's absolutely fantastic that Goya's sales have gone up exponentially because of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's uh, attempted boycott. I'll tell them, I've been using the products you know, for years anyway, and that ain't going to change. But what I'd like to know, and what I'd like to pass on to my listeners and my viewers at some point, either tonight or tomorrow, is uh, I know that the CEO said it's honorary, but did he put an employee of the month, the honorary employee of the month plaque up where people can see it with her picture on it? <clears throat> if he hasn't, may I suggest he should? I'm half tempted to do that, gang. I'm seriously half tempted to do that. <laughs> Gunslinger, what do you, you what do you say, brother? <laughs> well, I you know that's great. I'm I'm glad their their sales are soaring because of the asshole on crack. Um, what she needs to do now or next, she needs to go in boycott KY. Let's see if their sales go up about ten thousand percent. Okay, <laughs> let's them put her on as the slippery slut of the month. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, oh, hell, it's down her. It's down her. It's down her alley. My God, you see them bug eyes. That's the only way you can get bug eyes like that is get fucked in the ass. I mean, come on. <laughs> I could say something, but I'll behave myself. <laughs> I wonder what uh, Cherokee Rose's response to that is. I'm kind of curious to that myself. Uh, so Cherokee Rose, you've been you've been sitting there watching and and listening to what has been said in regards to this. I would love to know what your thoughts are because. Well, let's face it, AOC ain't exactly the sharpest knife in the drawer. We know that. But, you know, I mean, you know, well, you know. Anyway, while we await to see if our our dear friend Cherokee Rose will is is going to respond. Oh, she's responding. <laughs> Her best, the, the best response anybody could give in this point is three. Count them three, folks. Laughing emojis. Can't say as I blame her. She's probably sitting there laughing her, laughing herself silly, and and just can't say. say no, I'm not going to type. No, just the emojis. That'll do fine. We're good. <laughs> I don't. And look, you got to understand this, George, that this, this is the same woman that does not, not Cherokee Rose, I'm talking about asshole and crack. Yeah, good, she, because we want to make sure that you, you clarify that. Yeah. 
she doesn't know what a garbage disposal is. Well, no, she knows what it is. She just doesn't. She's just never used one. <laughs> and it scares her. Uh oh. It scares her. That's that's what she said. I, go, I was wondering why video. people kept making fun of for that. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's well, it it scares her. Hey, listen, I, I've got a yeah. dishwasher. I wonder if if she if, if she has a dishwasher. If the if the the garbage disposal scares her, I wonder if the dishwasher frightens her. <laughs> Could be and the and the the people of 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 that district felt you know happy enough to put her in the office. Hey, they voted her into that seat. It was because of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, old asshole on crack herself, that Amazon <laughs> never came to that area and costing a whole shitload of jobs. So think about it. Think about it, America. Here's a woman... And also, especially all you folks that are in her district. She cost people the chance at a good paying job when she cost your area Amazon. And you voted for her. You voted her ass in that seat. So here's the thought. Here's Here's a, here's kind of a curiosity thought there uh if you're going to oh i don't know let her get away with that maybe you won't mind if she gets the green new deal passed or or some other initiative that could cost you more money in taxes each year I'm sure you could afford the taxes. I'm sure you could afford to live as, it, above your means. You must have lots of money. I'll tell you what, though, America. I'll tell you what. AOC needs to grow up from the neck up. Just like every other mm -hmm. Democrat. And George, frankly, it's not the Green New Deal, it's the Green New Steel. That too. What what I find kind of curious though, guys, is just how how she thought that because she's a member of Congress she could turn around and actually 
expect people to boycott Goya. And like it said in the article, she basically stabbed people in her, you know, in the in the in, in the uh, Hispanic community, especially that work for Goya. Actually, the, it's it's a mixed bag of 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 people. You've got Hispanic population being slapped in the face. You've got black, white, and Asian, because there are all races are represented in that company. They actually employ more people of of mixed and diverse races than Carter's got liver pills in a bottle. And by wanting people to boycott Goya, she slapped every last employee in the face. Is this the kind of people, person, is this the kind of woman you want, or, or any person for that matter, you would want representing you? from that district? If you're in Ocasio-Cortez's district, if that's the kind of person you want representing you, then create your own fucking country and make her the and make her the dictator in chief. Okay? And take her to fuck with you. Cherokee Rose, watching by way of periscope.tv slash FFNO says AOC is an extreme liberal. I don't understand why she continues to be elected. Uh, she's only in for her first term. She's still on her first term. So technically, she's still in. She has not run for re-election yet. I hope the Christ people vote her fucking ass out real fast. I may, actually, I may be I may be incorrect in that in that statement. So hang on a second. Let me just check something really, really, really quick here. That is, if I can, if if my browser will let me do it. There. I was able to do that real fast without losing without skipping. Okay, I do stand corrected. It's her second term. I'm sorry. I do apologize there, there Cherokee Rose. Uh, but yeah, she just, November 3rd, she won her second term. Why? 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 She's an idiot. She's a born fucking idiot. My God, this woman is about as bright as a broken light bulb. And she wins re-election.
Well, isn't it the same way with Piglosi? She's worse than a broken light bulb. I mean, she takes a socket and a fixture and a lamp cord with it. But, yeah, she still gets reelected. Want to explain that one? <laughs> Honestly, Gunslinger, I don't know if I, I don't, there is an explanation for that. I mean, basically, remember, she's, she's from California. The West Coast liberal state version of New York. So honestly, I don't see how either one of them got reelected. Well, I I don't know if um, what's her if, if Pelosi's on on reelection or not. I, I don't know if she gets reelected or if she's up for reelection next uh, in twenty twenty two. Oh, excuse me. Ooh, where the hell did that come from? Sheesh. So, I, I don't know. I, I'll look it up in a second. Mm. Well, you know, you, you, since, since these idiots are from California, what do you expect? I mean, the land of nuts and fruitcakes and freakazoids, okay? Uh, I don't know if I put that in the FFNO, but you could probably Google it. Now they have, in Pasadena, they have volunteer mask patrols. Oh, I heard about it's that. It's a rat patrol. Did you hear about that? you got to be kidding me. Oh, oh my God. Yep. It's not, aye, aye, they're aye, serious. Aye. They, they, they're actually out there to make sure people are wearing a mask, and if they're not wearing a mask, they can fine them. Welcome to America, spelled A-M-E-R-I-K-A. Well, I mean, look, California is spelling with a K. That's what I just said. Weren't you listening? You said America. I said America, spelled A-M-E-R-I-K-A. Right. No, you didn't know that was right because you, were, you didn't hear. You weren't paying attention. Right, but but I guess we were talking about particularly California. So yeah. When it comes to liberals, and it, not just California, but don't forget, I I live in a liberal state too. But this, this is, I mean, it's not only out there in California. You got her, but you got, uh, you got Boxer and Feinstein, and of course, Mr. Fartwell. You know, uh, you know. I mean, when he speaks, he speaks from both ends. Um, hang on a second here. Okay. 
Now, I'm not sure exactly Okay, they're, they're referring to her by um, in regards to her being Speaker of the House. Her actual con congressional seat. I'm not getting it. Think here. You know, I really wish my uh, really wish my computer would behave itself. The mouse mostly. Uh, let me see here. She's in her seventeenth two-year term. is when when is she due to be re, up for re-election hmm Okay, Speaker of the House, I don't need. I, I don't believe this. This is all they're talking about is when she was elected to the Speaker of the House. All the information I keep coming across. The way they got this information spread out, it's unbelievably confusing. Wow. She's been in Congress for three decades. Can you believe that shit? Three fucking decades. She's been there since the mid-1980s. Since 2013, she has represented California's 12th Congressional District which consists of four-fifths of the city and county of San Francisco. She initially represented the 5th district from 87 to 93, and then when district boundaries were redrawn after the 1990 census, the 8th district from 93 to 2013, uh, as House Democratic Party leader since 2003, she has sought election to the Office of Speaker of the House every two years since that time. 
All right. So she is she represents the 12th congressional district. Right. Well, guess what? She just got reelected for another two-year term in Congress this year. Eighty-nine thousand four hundred and sixty votes. How the fuck does she do it? That's for the primary. Well, here's here's the kicker. Yeah. Wait a minute. There's the no information about general go election. Up, yeah. Well, go look up her district. It looks like Skid Row. I mean, Skid Row would look better than what her district looks like. It looks like a third world shithole. So you're right. How how does this idiot? get reelected when her own district looks like a third world shithole. Go look it up. I've seen pictures of it. I mean, uh, it. I go figure. Got that? You got an answer for that one? I'd like to know too. Yeah. You know, what I'd like to know is why there's no no vote, no no general election numbers if she got reelected this year. There are no numbers for her re-election in the, in, in the 2020 election. Wikipedia's got nothing for it. They've got for the primary, but not the general election. California's not, not, California's not being challenged for the, for the, for the president's re-election bid. I wonder why that is. I bet she ran unopposed. No, she did not run unopposed. Oh, no. I can tell you that right now. second here. So you see now this this see I wish you had said something before I, I wish I had gotten I wish you had said something sooner Mike I could have um, I was looking at that information Okay. Let's see here. 
Trying to, okay. Well, it was two Democrats. There was no Republican challenger for her in, in, in her district. But Shahid Buttar, also a Democrat, ran against her. That's like that's like putting that's like putting a uh, a snail alongside of a tortoise and trying to and seeing which one will cross the finish line first. If the tortoise is Nancy Pelosi and the snail is Batar, guess who's going to cross the finish line first? Considering they're both Democrats. I thought that there was a Republican running against her. No. There not? Was it? She basically hmm. she ba- basically she was. ran unopposed. Even though there was a, de- a fellow yeah, Democrat going I, against her. I was I was I remember watching one of Trump's rallies and there was a guy that was up there that he had on stage with him and he said he was running against uh Piglosi. Was it a Democrat, obviously, at Trump's rally on stage? No, no. Uh, I remember him having that, having somebody up there that said he was running, but there's no mention of any Republican challenger anywhere. It's like he's been scrubbed. Hmm. Weird. At, least I, at least I wasn't seeing things. You've seen it, too. No, you weren't seeing things. I know there was a Republican challenger, but information available online shows to the contrary. And that's and that bothers me. That does bother me. All right. Well, fellers, time to get to some of these uh, articles that I've brought together here. Uh, now check this out. Now everybody's aware of Michael Flynn being pardoned by President Trump by now. But apparently the judge in the Michael Flynn case is signaling he will ignore Trump's pardon. Yeah. So this judge is going to ignore a pardon by the by a sitting president. Now get this. U.S. District Judge Emmett Sullivan appears to have given outside groups permission to file legal briefs again in the case involving Michael Flynn, despite President Trump granting the former National Security Advisor a pardon. The Justice Department has requested the case be immediately dismissed, but according to the Washington Examiner, 
The judge's latest action indicates he may stall on dismissing it. The judge's docket showed more than a dozen groups who had previously filed friend of the court papers submitting briefs in the wake of the pardon Monday. The action came even as the Justice Department told the court in papers filed in late November, the president granted General Flynn a full and unconditional pardon for one, the charge of making false statements to federal investigators, two, any and all possible offenses arising from the facts set forth in the information and statement of offense, three, any and all possible offenses within the investigatory authority or jurisdiction of the special counsel, and four, any and all possible offenses arising out of facts and circumstances related to the investigation of the special counsel. Trump had issued a pardon for Flynn on November 25th. The action was amid the action was aimed, sorry, at voiding the criminal case against Flynn, the examiner noted. The judge, who was appointed to the bench by Bill Clinton, has been involved in the Flynn case since the end of 2017. So this judge, this judge is going to ignore a presidential pardon. That makes absolutely no fucking sense. No sense whatsoever. Gunslinger, what do you think of this latest development? I don't see how they he can he can um, uh, supersede a presidential pardon. Uh, wow, a new one on me. Uh, I mean, what the fuck good is a pardon if you got some dickheaded judge out there that um, that's going to overrule basically what the president said? Why do we even need a president? I mean, for that matter, if they're going to do all this bullshit, then uh, then that means the president. I thought he was the the head honcho, the head, the commander in chief. Um, something wrong with that, don't you think? Hmm. Oh, very much so. There is something wrong with that, and and commander in chief applies to the military. Um, the fact is, once once a person is pardoned, fully and unconditionally pardoned by the president a sitting president of the United States of America. No judge has, there is no judge on this planet that can override or supersede said pardon. The only, there's only one possible way, and I doubt they would get away with it. I doubt he would get away with it. Is new a, a new set of, a new set of charges would have to be thrown in with it. That ain't happening. It's been too long. Mike, any thoughts? Well, it ain't happening because the people who did the charging originally are no longer in the FBI. All right. 
stroke, Paige, uh, uh, Comey, all these guys that were there that went after Michael Flynn on the FBI side, and including, you can probably throw in uh, uh, the former DOJ people as well, that includes uh, 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 Rosenstein, you know, those people, they're no longer there. So if the people who did the charging are no longer there and the, the, the people prosecuting the case are no longer there, then how does this guy have the ability to do what he's doing? All right? I mean, that's, it is, that, that is what that is. I, I think the only way we're going to get him to, and it would have to be, it would have to be uh, after the election when Trump gets in, in the office, gets back in the office, start impeachment proceedings against this judge. Because he's not going to, it doesn't seem like he's going to drop the case. Even after the even after the pardon, it doesn't seem like he's going to drop the case. That's basically what, so, it's, what it's coming down to. Right. So, you know, usually, usually you drop the at you know the pardon if the case is ongoing and gets a pardon, you drop the case. So, again, if and I want to say, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be positive about this. When Trump gets in the back in the office, and look, the, the judiciary, and we know that it looks like. Well, we hope that the two races in in Georgia come out to the uh, to be to give the to give the uh, the you know, give Mitch, cocaine Mitch uh, 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 the the leader, you know, make him leadership of the uh, Senate again, you know, so that we can start impeachment proceedings in the Senate against this judge. Wait a minute. You know. Uh, impeachment proceedings, actual impeachment proceedings are done through the Congress first. The Senate trial okay. would would be would would, uh, would be for the removal of the president. Would be for removal of, of the president. Okay, I don't know if if the same would apply to a judge. judge. I mean, then then that means that we have no recourse. This guy can go ahead. And ignore the pardon, and do keep doing what he's doing, because you know that the 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 Democrats in the House aren't going to do it. I mean, I just um, I, I know that I know that the advising consent with lies with the Senate, right? I mean, that's how this guy got in, right? They they had to uh, put it up for vote, put him up for vote for the Senate, and basically the Senate appointed him 
uh, at the time, this was a Clinton judge, just, you know, appointed him at the time to be a judge in whatever district this is, you know. Uh, so, I mean, I just, I just can't, again, no recourse. If that's the case, then, and he's going to nor a pardon. I mean, frankly, if, and the pardons are absolute. So even, to tell you the truth, even if he finds him guilty, they're not going to, would they put him in, would Biden put him in jail? Uh, would Biden, Biden wouldn't put have any say in jail? Matter. Right. It's not, it's not, it's not up to him. Okay. Simply put, if this judge is going to prolong it until after January 20th, which, you know, that's kind of ludicrous on his part to do so. And I agree with Cherokee Rose when she says corrupt judge. And he is. He's a corrupt judge. I'm sorry. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know? <clears throat> By the way, uh, I want to go back to some comments that you made, to a comment you made regarding the, uh, the, the volunteer mask patrols. She goes, oh, my gosh. Volunteer mask patrols? That's ex- that is extreme. Welcome to a welcome to America, spelled A M E R I K A. This is what this is what <laughs> the Democrats are doing. So, as far as this judge is concerned, to get back to that, there is no no way humanly possible. that this judge should be allowed to get away with this. He shouldn't be able to get away with it. Not at all. All right. Now, today, President Trump signed an executive order in regards to the COVID vaccine. I actually saw the uh, signing of that executive order. And according to One American News Network, the president signed an executive order Tuesday ensuring the American people will receive a COVID-19 vaccine before the U.S. starts aiding other countries. This falls in line with the administration's America First policy, which has been followed throughout the president's time in office. On Thursday, an FDA panel will be meeting with vaccine makers Pfizer and BioNTech to decide whether to grant them emergency use authorization. Last week, sources said the vaccine developed by those companies 
could be approved as early as Friday. Additionally, the FDA is planning to discuss Moderna's vaccine on December 17th. The executive order contains guidelines on how federal health and finance officials should interact with foreign countries to help bring an end to the coronavirus pandemic. The plan will reportedly emphasize working with wealthy foreign countries who are able to, to procure large amounts of effective vaccines. For less wealthy countries, it calls for the leveraging of resources to help them obtain vaccines as well as other medical supplies necessary to contain the virus. Officials said the rollout in foreign assistance will depend upon supply and demand, but they expect it to be available by late spring or early summer. Meanwhile, domestically, vaccines will be made available to more vulnerable populations first before they slowly start being doled out to the general public. Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar said in an interview Sunday that he projects most Americans will be seeing a vaccine by February or March. We're going to focus on those most vulnerable and those most on the front lines on treating people with COVID, he stated, with the initial 40 million doses in the next month, and then we're going to just progressively keep adding more and more people. So Operation Warp Speed seems to be moving <laughs> at warp speed. Um, what the president said uh, just before he signed the executive order uh, in regards to uh, ending the pandemic, uh, I think that and, and this is, you know, just just my my understanding is once the vaccine is is made available to the more the more vulnerable uh, of the population first. Uh, that's going to be the first responders, of course, uh, medical professionals and so forth, uh, people who are high risk, uh, you know, like myself because of diabetes and high blood pressure, uh, the senior citizen population at large uh, with uh, equally, uh, equally, equally uh, effective equally affected, sorry, um, health issues that make them more vulnerable to COVID-19. So there is, there, there is a very, uh, a, a very hopeful and very optimistic outlook in that regard. So fellas, what do you think of this? Of the of this uh, latest development, uh, Mike, I'll start with you. To quote Patrick Stewart, "Engage." Okay, <laughs> Operation Warp Speed. Eh. Trying to trying to be funny about it, but yeah, I mean, look, this is and look, you you can bet your bottom dollar that uh, if if he gets into office, he takes. Uh, Biden would take full credit for this, but 
we'll, we can talk about that later. But yeah, this is this is a good thing. This is a good now. Am I gonna take it? Maybe, maybe not. Depends. You know, I like to. I mean, I'm hearing all kinds of different things about is it, is it, will it make you sick or whatever or this that and the other. But hey, if it's if they're if they're gonna have 40 million ready, and then another 40 million in the pipeline, you know, doses in the pipeline, you know. That's a good thing. I mean, that's a good thing. And look, this is, this is, a lot of people have turned this, turned this, and I'm going to use this term. This is the medical moonshot. All right. Uh, uh, he makes the speech. The, he he uh, he makes the speech about it. He talks about it. He says, "You need this virus, and you need to get this vaccine and get it done." fast well they got it done fast just like just like what happened with uh with president kennedy and going to the moon by the end of the decade we're going to go to the moon <coughs> excuse me uh we're going, we went to the moon so yeah this is it's a good thing and it's a good thing for the country now people are going to Gonna make the argument. Well, why are you doing? Why are you not sending it out to the other, uh, to the other nations? Well, we have our we have our problems with the virus right now. Now, granted, you got case, you got cases going up and deaths going down, and that doesn't make sense. But, but we have our uh, we have our problems. We need to fix our problems first. And then worry about getting it out to, you know, the 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 you know, the rest of the world. I mean, yeah, yeah, they sent some doses out to Britain and stuff like that, you know. In uh, which I saw a story about a 92-year-old uh, woman that sent some doses out that took a dose of the virus in Britain, uh, of the vaccine in Britain, you know, in the UK. But we need to worry about getting our people vaccinated first. If the, I mean, we can't for we shouldn't be able to force people to get the vaccination. If they don't want to get it, they don't want to get it. But if they're amenable to getting it and, and we got to worry about getting our people vaccinated first, and then, uh, you know, get it to the, get it to the rest of the world. I mean, what did we do when we first came up with it? Was it penicillin or whatever it was that that a lot of the, the a lot of the different vaccinations that have happened during the during the years that that the medicines that came up with the vaccinations. During the over the over the past eighty years or so, you know, we we came up with we generally came up with them and we generally gave it to our people first and then set it out set it out across the world. We're the we're the lone superpower. We're the lone country that can do this stuff. So why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't we do it that way? Back to you, George. 
All right, before I go to Gunslinger, uh, 904 area code, go ahead. Hey, good at night. How is everybody? Say I again? I ask you something. Hello? Yes, go ahead. Hi, how is everybody? I wanted to ask you something real quick before I just jump into something and you guys not even on the subject line. Have you guys talked about the um, Georgia runoff yet? Uh, not yet, no. We haven't gotten to, gotten to that uh, topic yet. Okay, um, can I bring it up? Sure, go ahead. I know you guys are talking about the vaccine, that's why. They want to just randomly change it. All right, so um, here's my question to you guys, because I hope I'm not the only one who feels this type of way. The, uh, are, con are conservatives really going to boycott the election? Or do you think it's a good idea? Well, it's not that, it's not that the conservatives are trying to boycott the election. Okay, what's happening, as you're well aware, uh, the uh, the election has a lot of irregularities. There are a lot of uh, potential. There's a lot of potential voter fraud that has taken place. Uh, a lot of a lot of the battleground states, like Georgia, uh, has not allowed did not allow the uh, Republican poll watchers to go in. Uh, during the vote counts, they barred them basically from doing that. And and when they did allow them in, at one point, at ten thirty at night, they said, "Well, we're go we're done for the night. We're we're going to close up, and you know everybody can leave." Well, everybody except a small handful of people left, and in the process. What had happened was those people that stayed behind took ballots from underneath a table, brought them over to the count area, and started counting those ballots without anybody else in the room that was there during the, the vote counts initially. So there, was, there were ballots being counted that should not have been counted without other poll watchers there present. Okay, so we know all this, right? So is there so it's not a question of boycott. It's a question of getting uh, answers and getting and 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 actually having the election, uh, basically getting the election uh, done fairly, where legal ballots are, are counted properly and illegal ballots are are dismissed. I mean, let me ask you something. Right. How many? How many? How many states have have had situations, not just Georgia, but other states in the their battleground states, have had people who moved out of the state, informed the board of elections that they were moving, thirty days, well in advance of election day, told them to take them off the voter rolls, and all of a sudden they're voting in that in the state they just moved out of a month earlier. Okay, how is that possible? Then, at insult to injury, you've got people who are dead voting. How is how is how is a dead person able to vote? Okay, so can I ask you this? 
what strategy what strategy is being implemented so this doesn't happen for the um for the Senate runoffs because uh, from what I'm hearing from the conservatives they're just acting like this is not an important thing the way some of them are talking so no it, it, no the Senate runoff is important no there's 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 no doubt in my mind that conservatives are not conservatives no, are no, no. We're, we're, we're not taking this lightly media outlets but they they're actually advocating not to vote I'm I'm dead serious which is the dumbest thing I've ever seen and heard. All right, bear in mind, if you're hearing it from this Fox News... Because I have children, and I really don't want them to grow up in a type of country the Democrats would like to pretty much bring forth. And I just think that telling people not to vote is extremely dangerous, extremely irresponsible, and last but not least, but super, super stupid. Well, bear in mind, I don't think you're going to see people not vote, okay, in the runoff election. What what what, right. what what conservatives are right now very concerned with is the use of Dominion voting machines, which have been proven to be unreliable and corrupted. Okay? That's the issue. That is. Now, now, because of that, they want to go, what they want to do, what they want the state of Georgia to do in this runoff election, and I think it makes sense, actually, is to go back to the, to the old paper ballot method, which would yeah, ensure... They, they, here in Florida, they do that. I don't understand why they don't do, do that in these other states. Because each state, does it, each state does their, their, their elections differently, Okay. If it was I one centralized that, way of doing it, you know, it, it wouldn't be an it. There would be no issue, but there's not. Right, but uh, I understand that. But that's that. I'm just, I'm just asking a um, hyperbolic question, like why the other states don't do it. But, but let me ask you this, because I know we don't like polls, but I'm citing, I'm citing, I'm citing a few of them. Um, most polls actually have Purdue up. And Kelly Loeffner down. Now, what are your predictions for that? Okay. I've said this on this broadcast many times, and it bears repeating. I don't trust the polls because many of these polls can be manipulated. Okay? And because of that, I mean, let's, let, let's, I'll, I'll give you a, a really great example of that. Look back to the 2016 presidential election. All the polls kept saying that Hillary Clinton was ahead, that Hillary Clinton was leading, and that she would win the election, and all this stuff, right? What happened? The election, it turned out, the polls were dead wrong, and it was President Trump who ended up winning the election in 2016. So, well, the I polls can be manipulated. Polls can be, can be uh, screwed with so much so that they, the, the, especially with the mainstream media, they will use these manipulated polls to further the Democrats' agenda. That's why I have a lot, I have severe disdain for the mainstream media. And of late, even Fox News has proven to be unreliable. Now let me ask you something, caller. Okay, let me ask you this. Knowing everything we know about the way this election has gone, with the recounts, all of the irregularities, the, 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 the manipulated votes, 
votes of you know from dead people, people that no longer live in the state, double voting, which has taken place as well. The 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 one question that comes to mind, caller, is this. Okay? Now, you take into consideration all of these factors. But there's one there's one thing that, that most people have not really taken a look at. And that's this. If you if you if you pay attention to the polls, if you if you follow the, the way the polls go, because the mainstream media will tell you that the polls are accurate and all this other stuff. But if the polls were that were so accurate, why did Hillary lose in 2016? The other, the other side of that coin, too, look at now 2020. Okay? Everybody and their brother was saying, Biden's going to win. Biden's going to win. But now we're, we're dealing with election slash voter fraud. And I'm willing to bet, I'm willing to bet you did not hear Joe Biden actually admit to conspiracy to commit voter fraud. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do, caller. I want you to listen to the following uh, recording that I have here. This is Joe Biden making a statement on camera at the time. Listen to this very carefully. As soon as it, as soon as it gets on there. Come on, open up. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Now, caller, let me ask you something. You just heard Joe Biden state that they have created the most inclusive and extensive voter fraud organization in American pol- in the history of American politics. Look at what's happened since election day. Now on election day, Trump's numbers in the in the election were up there. He was leading in the election at the time. In in less than 24 hours, in less than 24 hours his lead plummeted. In Georgia alone when, 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 the, when all those ballots were being counted after hours, after 10.30, when everybody was told to go home, Trump's numbers dropped and Biden's po- election vote count spiked. So now having all this in mind, can you in all sincerity say that that the conservative people at large don't have a right to know the truth, that they they don't deserve to know if this is if, if if voter fraud has actually taken place, not just in Georgia but in the in the entire country at large. And you had, you had raised you you had made the statement that uh, in in your question initially. Uh, about 
uh, boycotting the election and so forth. I don't think it's about boycotting the election. I think it's about getting down to the bottom line, the truth of the matter. And what Joe Biden just said, what you just heard Joe Biden say, that was that statement was made nine days before election day. Okay, but can I say this? Go ahead. Because the thing is, when they're using diminutive voting systems, that is extremely hard to prove it was fraud because there's just because there because 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 there's no registration towards the so-called ballots and things that came in. So that's why he's having a hard time in court proving all this, which I do think there was fraud. But the issue is they're using machines. But my question to you was, what is the strategy? Because I think the strategy should be to put a lot of pressure on Brian Kemp. So Trump is in the right ball field, but a lot of conservatives apparently aren't. They're just compl- they're just they're just going off a tangent about it being stolen. But my thing is, what is the strategy? Well, so, because basically, Senate runoff election coming in January, and advocating people not to vote isn't a wise thing whatsoever. Because even if let's say Trump happens to get in in January. Why would you give Trump a, a a why would you why would you why would you why would you deny Trump a uh, Republican controlled Senate? That's the part that's not making sense to me. Okay, one of the one of the issues and one of the key issues in what in what you're bringing up is yes, I agree. Is it stupid to tell people not to vote? Yes. Are people going to listen to that truthfully? No. Because. Republicans and conservatives especially, look, Republicans, especially conservatives, understand the very serious implication that a a Democrat-controlled Senate, a a Democrat-controlled Congress, and the possibility, however unlikely to some, that Biden somehow manages to actually get in the White House would completely destroy this country. Defunding the police would happen. There would be massive tax increases on a on a broad scale. Gun owners yeah. well, like myself, socialized medicine as well. Yeah. Well, and, and and of course the Democrats have been long have long since been wanting to take away guns from legal gun owners. Okay. That's right. Now, I am a strong supporter of the Second Amendment. I am a I'm a gun mm-hmm. owner myself. Okay. And as as a gun owner, as an American, I believe that our constitutional rights are being usurped and 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 completely undermined every step of the way that the Democrats have control of one part of Capitol Hill or the other. They, if they get control of both chambers of, the, of, of Capitol Hill, the upper and lower house, guess what? We're screwed unless Trump is able to be successful. Now, if all the court battles, now listen carefully, caller, if all the court battles that, he's, that his, he and his campaign team have undertaken should fail. There is one last ditch possibility. 
and that's in the Supreme Court. It's getting me, what you kind of said gets me frustrated because you said, um, you said like the Second Amendment could be eroded, uh, could possibly be eroded if Trump does not get an office. But I just keep, and I've heard this argument from a lot of conservatives, and it's just making me frustrated, frustrating because you guys are just acting like the Senate isn't as equally as important. It, it's just as important. You can stop a lot of this through the Senate. And it's right. not it, just a yeah, Trump but, thing again. But, but caller, bear in mind, it, Trump, it, but the only way that's going to happen is if the Republicans maintain control of the Senate. Okay? Right. If the Democrats get control of the Senate, and they already have the majority in the House, okay? And if Biden, by some fluke, gets inaugurated on January 20th, there you have the executive and the legislative and the branches being controlled by the Democratic Party as a whole. They, right. the Congress and the Senate, could put a bill through to Biden's desk that would mean gun confiscation nationwide. Now, I live in New York, okay? Here in New York, on in, in 2013, Governor Andrew Cuomo signed into law the New York SAFE Act. And for the last seven years, the SAFE Act has all but infringed on at least a good, a good part of my Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. Now, I can own a rifle, but because of medication for epilepsy, and I cannot stress this enough, this medication, it's called Depakote. This medication is prescribed for for the control of seizures, which is what epilepsy is. It's a seizure disorder. Now, it can also be prescribed as a mood stabilizer, but I get it prescribed for epilepsy, not as a mood stabilizer. But the state of New York doesn't recognize what it's being prescribed for. They only recognize what it can be prescribed for in relation to mood stabilization. So for me to get a pistol permit and own a handgun, I can't because of the medication I take. That is what the, sec that is what the SAFE Act has done in New York State. It is a, it'll, I can own a rifle, but not a handgun. So, in a, so my Second Amendment right has been infringed upon in part because of the New York SAFE Act. And because the Supreme Court has not had a more conservative balance for years. Neither the NRA, the New York Gun Owners Association, or a combination of both have not been able to take on the, sec the, the, the New York SAFE Act. Okay? Now, take the SAFE Act. Why is that? Because... They, you, they had Ruth Bader Ginsburg in there, okay? It, was, it, it, was, it leaned a little bit more to the liberal than the conservative. And they didn't want to take, and, and the NRA and all the other gun owners associations across the board for New York State didn't want to take it on until we were, we were absolutely sure that we could have a more conservative 
leaning that would actually look at the, at the Second Amendment for what it is and look at the SAFE Act for the infringement and unconstitutionality that it is. Now there's a conservative leaning. But if the Democrats get control of the Senate, the Congress, and the White House, they're going to pack the Supreme Court with more liberal yeah, justices. that's true. Okay? Yep. So here's where I have a problem with this election. It's not boycotting the election that you should be worried about. It's worried about how the election is being stolen from the American people. How can a man get 74 million plus votes be leading in the vote count on election day and then less than 24 hours later lose votes rapidly and Biden gain votes rapidly? That does not make any sense, not to me anyway, and not to most, you know, not to most folks. And I don't, I don't, I, I'm pretty sure that you look at you if you're looking at this, and you're saying you're, you're probably saying to yourself, okay, George, I get it. This doesn't make sense. What's happened? And and here's the other problem: the mainstream media, CNN. MSNBC and Fox News all called the election for Biden. They are referring to him as the president elect. But the media does not have the official authority to make that call. That is up to the electoral college. So if people are watching the mainstream media and they're being told, President elect Joe Biden said this, 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 this. President-elect Joe Biden chose this person, that person, the other person. President-elect Joe Biden. President-elect Joe Biden. Do you think people are actually going to ignore that and go, he's not the president-elect yet? As long as the mainstream media keeps pushing that propaganda and narrative, people are not going to know the truth. And thus, the election, you know, with all thing, of its all of its election and voter fraud irregularities, unless unless people start paying more attention and realizing that it's, it's not we're, we're not trying to boycott it, we're trying to get the election restored to what it should have been, a free and fair election, and not something that the Democrats can steal, as Joe Biden's voice you heard moments ago clearly indicated creating the most extensive and, ex and inclusive voter fraud organization in a, in the history of American politics that's what he said and look what happened election day and in the days that followed how can we not how can we not be pissed off how can conservatives not be upset how can the American people not be angry you know you know what's so funny I used to think, when I used to hear conservatives say that the media has a liberal bias, I used to completely laugh that off and think, thought it wasn't true. Until, because um, I, wasn't, I wasn't always a conservative. I was a stone-cold liberal at one point. Until um, Trump got into office. I mean, I became, a, I kind of became, I started switching more towards the right way before, but I'm just saying, 
I didn't really see the bias of the media until Trump actually got in office. And I get that he says a lot of stupid things at times, but the, the way they treated him versus the way they treated Obama versus the way they treated Clinton versus the way they treated even um, more establishment Republicans like the George Bushes of the world, was it was literally night and day. It was absolutely disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. CNN has made me completely look at it differently. So has um, ABC News. I, I had, I, I thought that I used to actually fall that I used to actually believe that they were neutral platforms. And once Trump got in office, you see that they, they, they were not whatsoever. In fact, a lot of these supposed, um, supposed, um, what do you call these people that host these shows? These, 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 like the Chris Cuomo's and the Don Lemon's, they're actually pretty radical in many ways, too. Radical left. So I would say that is one thing I really liked about the Trump administration was it exposed the hypocrisy of the media. And I just didn't know. I had, I literally had no idea that they were like that. Oh, believe uh, me. I, I get you can have your little political biases, but the way they were, they were like, they were pretty much activists against the president. It was, oh. it was crazy. Look back, back during the, during his, during, during his first uh, term here, uh, president Trump had to endure hearing MSNBC anchors and contributors and pundits refer to him as mentally unstable, mentally unfit to, to, to execute the office of president of the United States. These were people who weren't even psychiatrists. Right. Okay. And even a psychiatrist on CNN said, I cannot in good faith make, say that he's, that he's, uh, that he's unfit for office because I have not had him in my office as a patient. But do you remember? But that didn't stop CNN or MSNBC um, from from calling him crazy. But I'm saying, you remember they had some Asian lady on there, and she was called. She was a psychiatrist, and she was also she was saying that he existed, exhibiting some personality traits, this, that, and the third. They would. I remember. I remember they would always have this woman on, and I was. And, and the thing I'm thinking is the fact that they probably can't get enough psychiatrists to agree with them. So they're going to the people that pretty much agree with the narrative and hosting them. And that's like basically what they Daniels did, Caller, yes. The Michael Avenatti thing. Yeah, well, that, that's basically well, what they did, Caller. They, they, they went with that. Um, stand by one moment, everybody. I've got a caller from the 336 area code. 336, go ahead. Fuck you, nigger. Yeah, oh, <laughs> figures. An asshole. That. Can I say something now, real quick? Yeah, go ahead, Gun. Um, remember that doctor? I told you that's it. You can look him up. He was in with Bushy Boy, and he was in with Butt Buddy O'Bummer. Okay, he even stated, and he's a doctor. Okay, how much more expert do you want? That if Biden does get in there, God forbid. Okay, that if he if he did weasel his way in there, okay, he's not going to last a year. I'll give him six months. He said that doctor said he's he is physically and mentally unstable to do the president of the United States of America. Okay, you have to be mentally fit. Okay, 
to do. That's a high, high stressful fucking job. Believe. Well, I, I think they really want Kamala in there. That's what I think it is. That's what they, that's what I'm leading to. If they, if 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 Biden gets in there, I call him Sleepy Joe or Uncle Joe. If he gets in there, then within within a year, they'll probably use that uh, uh, Amendment 25 to throw him out. And guess who? Hamilton gets over. Oh boy! It's it's like I've been saying, uh, guys. Uh, caller, let me let me. Let me I'm going to tell you the the same thing I told uh, my friend Gunslinger there, uh, and and what I've said on this broadcast recently. Okay, what they'll end up doing if if he is inaugurated to the presidency okay and that's a big if what'll happen is they're not going to do it right away they're going to they're going to be slick about it they're going to turn around and they might wait three months at least and then what they'll do is they'll have him visit with the medical doctor or a medical doctor and then they'll also have him meet with a board-certified psychiatrist. All right? Oh, shoot. Gunslinger, call back. I went to, I went to do something, and uh, I ended up... I hit the wrong button. Oh, this is not my night today. Hmm. But so, can I ask you a question? Yes, go ahead, caller. Can I ask you a question? So, have you been have you been following the polls so far in Georgia or no? I I do not follow the polls because of their because they can be manipulated uh, by the mainstream media and so forth. So, I don't pay the polls any mind. Do you think Georgia will do the right thing? I this is what I believe is going to happen when it comes to the Georgia runoff. I firmly believe that that the voters of Georgia are going to go into that vote into that voter runoff, and they're going to do the right thing. They're going to vote for. Uh, they're going to vote for these folks that uh, that, will, that, that will that will keep that will keep the Republican Party uh, in control of the Senate. And what I what I really think people need to start doing is they need to start doing what I've what I've been doing right along. Ignoring the polls. Because the polls are lying to you. Okay? When the mainstream media says this person's that good and this person's this, that and the other, if they're if they're disparaging Okay, if they're disparaging a candidate on the on the left on the right, that means that their candidate on the left is more likely to be corrupted. Oh yeah, big time, and in the tank for them too, in the tank in the pocket of these major corporate do- uh, donors towards their campaign. So, um, yeah, I agree, big time. The other the other thing too, caller. I want you to think about this, all right? And 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 it was and it, and it's been said. President Trump 
according to all of the uh, voter of all the voter information that was obtained by his campaign. And even Fox News, up until even though they're they're about as corrupt as a as a as a three dollar bill anymore, even they said that he garnered more votes from the Hispanic community, the African American community, than even President Obama got. So, what does that tell you? He's done more for the people in the Hispanic and African-American communities than the previous administration did in eight years. And they trust him. They trust Donald Trump. How can that be if he's this big, bold, cocky, white supremacist? this racist, as they keep calling him, on CNN and MSNBC. Doesn't make sense, does it? No. They really don't. I was talking to some folks here in my neck of the woods, okay? In my neighborhood, in fact. Just, I'd say... Two days before election day. So, so you, you, you live more in the rural part of New York, right? You don't live in the city. I, I live in the Hudson Valley. Okay. Okay. I'm a I'm approximately eighty miles north of New York City. Oh, okay. So I'm 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 kind of like <laughs> I jokingly like to say I'm in the sticks. But it's a lot more of a concrete jungle than the sticks. But if I go another 20 miles north, uh, I'll be hitting farmland. And lots of it. But here, here's the thing, caller. And Gunslinger will, will verify what I'm about to say. If President Trump were all these things that the mainstream media has been trying to make him out to be since the day he came down the escalator... Why would the American people trust someone like that and vote him into office in the first place? Well, many people would say Hillary Clinton was not a great candidate um, either. True. I won't deny that. She 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 was given the nomination. They handed it to well, her. Well, she may have been given it, but, but Hillary Clinton is a communist. Okay, look at what Bill Clinton did. I call him Blowjob Clinton. Okay, he lied to the American people, right? and he was involved in the Meta Arkansas scandal, the drug running, and all that stuff. When he was governor of the state of Arkansas, that's proven. You go look it up. I mean, that's documented. Okay, so when you have a background like that, woo wee. Uh, I don't think. Well, uh, why, why, uh, do think they, why do you think they called dealer, Bill Clinton vacuum cleaner? I mean, they, they called me. Well, that's listen, his brother, his brother called him that. Oh, his brother called him that. He called him the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Wonder why? Well, I could safely say, without fear of contradiction, as long as Hillary's not around, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll suck up a, I'll suck up enough cocaine through a garden hose, and 
I'll be their best friend if you bring it to me. And I, oh, oh shit, I'm sorry, Hillary. I, I, I won't touch it no more. I, I swear. God, that woman scares the shit out of me. Sorry, cheesy Bill Clinton impression. But look, all jokes aside, let's face the reality. The Democrats want Trump out of office. They've been wanting him gone since day one. They tried Russian collusion. That failed. The Mueller report. That failed. They tried to impeach him. They got the impeachment in the House of Representatives, but they couldn't win on the Senate impeachment trial. Everything the Democrats have tried has failed. And now all of a sudden, they're beating him in the election? How the hell is that even possible? Unless they committed voter and or election fraud. Tell you what, caller, between you, me, and the four winds, when it gets to the Supreme Court, something tells me his re-election is going to be all but assured. That's provided. Let me ask you this. In the Supreme, I thought the Supreme Court just threw out one of his Pennsylvania case, right? Yeah, they threw that out. I don't know why. I didn't. I, I, I haven't gotten to that story yet. Yeah, there's no detail on why they did that. But I'm just saying, because you just said the Supreme Court, I just read something where they threw, actually threw out the case. Actually, well, they accepted. At least. Actually, they accepted the other case of Senator Cruz put together last night. All the yeah, all that, the they accepted, but but the, they uh, yeah, I, I know that, but the Pennsylvania case, I, I was just reading something where they, they threw it out, but they didn't go into detail why. They were just, the article was pretty much like saying, ha ha, his, his own appointee threw out his own case, which didn't tell you nothing. That is kind of strange. I don't know why they did that, but they said it was suing, suing that on behalf of Pennsylvania and all the other key states. That's what the lawsuit here in the southern states are supposed to be, that the Supreme Court did take. It's on their docket right now. So, you got me. Yeah, the, 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 the details as to why the Supreme Court uh, did that are sketchy. I, I think they, they kept it pretty much close to the vest uh, because let's look at what happened with uh, Amy Coney Coney Barrett and her confirmation. The Democrats kept jamming it down her throat that they wanted her to recuse herself from any, uh, any case that involves the election. They knew then they knew then they were going to try and pull a fast one. That's why they wanted her to recuse herself, if confirmed. But she wasn't playing their game. And she still managed to get confirmed. You see, the, 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 the SCOTUS has to go according to the Constitution. Now, that being said... Bear in mind. I know you, you, you noticed they were digging, they were trying to dig through her past and trying to dig up any possible record she may have that's controversial, but they couldn't find a damn thing but to talk about that lady's religion. 
or allude to it at least. Oh yeah, they they tried everything they could think of, and it just backfired. Oh, the, on the them. only I think the old the only line of defense was, oh Ruth get us Ruth get us. Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dying wish was not to appoint one appoint um a Supreme Court justice before the before the election. That was the only line of argument they had. <laughs> yep, that was the only argument they had, and guess what? That argument but her got dying wish right too out of the was ballpark. not to pack the courts. Yep, but her dying wish too her her other wish too was to not pack the courts. But they're not bringing that part up at all. Yeah, they, they 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 ignore her dying wish. Yep. She basically told it, them, just "Don't pack the court." Yeah, she says a bad idea. And it is. The, the, we've the, had it nine is, justices the on the Supreme Court for decades. You, they tried well, to. Me, you know, believe it or not, I'm actually I was I was I'm actually against. I'm actually against a lot of um, Trump's pick for for the Supreme Court only because I do agree with Ruth Bader Ginsburg on that part. Judges are supposed to be neutral. They're not supposed to have political positions. So I do agree with her with that. Well, when it comes to uh, Neil Gorsuch, when it comes to Brett Kavanaugh, They tried, the Democrats tried everything they could to discredit them, especially Brett Kavanaugh. You saw what happened well, in Kavanaugh his confirmation hearing. That was, that, that was a oh, complete was abortion the on the Democrats' part. When they tried to, when, when they brought that uh, uh, Blasey Ford in to uh, make all those wild accusations. It wasn't only her. It was it was another lady. Then some other th- third lady came out the blue from Michael Avenatti, who claimed that he was actually raping women and and he would he tried to spike. She was one of the victims. He tried she tried to spike at this party, and, and, and that just killed him for a lot of people because it was like okay now you guys are being ridiculous with this. Yeah, they they were desperate. It showed their desperation, and it failed. Now the Supreme Court is is six to six to three, con- leaning conservative. But these justices have to have to abide by the Constitution. They have to rule based on the Constitution. The the, the days of ruling for for political purposes, I have a I've got a strong feeling, are over. And I'm willing to bet that's probably why that one case got thrown, got tossed. But I don't see them tossing the whole thing altogether. Now, the other the other possibility before it hits the Supreme Court, mind you, is the Electoral College, which meets to to pull its to put its votes together on the 14th of this month someone already tried to uh, get congress to disqualify the electoral college votes from for one particular uh, state they can't do that 
They can't. And add insult to injury, the Electoral College could very well put President Trump back in office for re-election. And that's what that's what the Democrats are also afraid of. The electors choose the president. A person can win the popular vote, but lose to the in the electoral college. Yeah. So all of this office of the president-elect, which does not exist, by the way. There is no such thing as as office of the president-elect. It's a sham. That was created by Joe Biden because the media calls him the president-elect. So, I don't know. It, it can it, it, right now. Everything is up in the air. All there are so many court cases right now pending that. We're, we're not going to know for, for quite some time as to what's going to happen for sure. But the only thing I can say with some certainty is if, if the evidence, and by the way, the evidence in that video from Georgia, that's evidence right there because that State Farm Arena video, and by the way, uh, I did post that video on on uh, on Rumble.com, and the, 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 you see where people are pulling uh, those wheeled suitcases out from underneath this table. Well, if they were stopping the vote count for the night, why did they take out more votes and start counting them? Okay, that's that's what that's evidence right there that there's voter fraud happening in the state of Georgia. And insult to injury, every single person who has signed an affidavit under penalty of perjury. Okay, that's evidence. Why would a person? subject themselves to the possibility of perjury if they were lying? Why would they sign an affidavit? Because they know that if they lie well, un- gonna, under I'm oath... I'm going to call you guys back. I'm going to call you guys... I'll call you guys later, uh, next time because i got to go work tomorrow morning. So, man, it was nice talking to all of you. All right, caller. Thanks for Hope joining us sorry. tonight. No problem. All right. Have a good night. Well, that was a very interesting uh, conversation, a very interesting uh, discussion. Gunslinger, let me um, let me put a, pose a question to you, okay? With everything that we've we've talked about here, everything you've heard, what, what's 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 one of the things that you come away with through all of that? Well, the only thing that you can come away with is that the goddamn Democrats stole the election. It's like the Grinch that stole Christmas. Only the Democrats stole this election. Okay? I mean, like I said, there's, there's, the mounting evidence is mounting and mounting and mounting. 
Okay, it's no longer an anthill. It's like I said last night. It's Pikes Peak, and that's fourteen thousand four hundred feet above sea level. So that's a pretty big fucking piece of rock here. Okay, so now the evidence is now getting close to being as big as Pikes Peak. Pikes Peak. Okay, so I don't see how anybody with half a brain in their fucking head could not see that. Hey. You know, just like you said with that, with them closing the polls there, and they was pulling suitcases out from under the tables and continue voting or continue counting. What the fuck's up with that? Okay, that right there is should be enough evidence to hold the whole fucking thing and redo something. Okay, it. I'm telling you, it's just, you know, let's hope that President Trump gets back in there. There's no doubt about that. But if Joe Biden slithers his way in there like a goddamn snake. Which this has probably been pre-planned because they've been trying to get rid of Trump ever since he walked down or came down that uh, that escalator there, you know, back at Trump Towers. So they have been plotting, planning, and plotting to try to get rid of this motherfucker, okay? <laughs> because he's doing the right thing. When you're doing the wrong thing for all these years, all these decades, um, you see, you're, you said Piglosi's been in there for thirty plus years. That's three. Three decades, but you know, three decades in a few years, they they grow roots. Look at sloppy Joe, you know, Uncle Joe, pedophile Joe. He's been in there forty-seven years. What has he done? Nothing. But Trump in forty-seven months have done. Well, you see what he's done. The proof mm-hmm. is in the pudding. Okay, a picture is worth a thousand words. You can see what he's done. If you can't see what he's done. Then you a dumb motherfucker. You need to go, go jump off a goddamn cliff, man. You know, because we don't want that kind of people in this country. Okay, it's better off. You know, wow. It's very, very simple. I mean, but you know, there's stupid people out there. Mm-hmm. Well, partner, I'll tell you what. This will put a smile on your face. I'm pretty sure. Arizona's Supreme Court agrees to review the voter fraud case. This is according to One American News. In a victory for Arizona's GOP, the state's Supreme Court has decided to take on an expedited appeals case over voter fraud. On Monday, the state Supreme Court said it will review the appeal, but will not be hearing oral arguments. The suit was filed by Arizona GOP Chair Kelly Ward, who called to overturn the state's election results and cited evidence of duplicated ballots. She had filed the initial suit last week, but it was dismissed by a Maricopa County Superior Court judge who, in part, cited a filing deadline technically, uh, technicality. In today's, uh, in today's, in today's update, Chairwoman at Kelly Ward, AZ, discusses our appeal to the Arizona Supreme Court, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors voting on a forensic audit of the voting machines and the media's misinformation attack on Republican legal challenges. Uh, This was put out, this was a tweet by the Arizona Republican Party, uh, December 7th. Now, while the Supreme Court decision is a decisive victory for the Trump campaign, Ward was quick to point out 
that the campaign was employing a number of strategies in order to bring the truth to Arizona. The high court ordered both sides to file written briefs for the appeal by next week. So it looks like the Arizona State Supreme Court is going to take up the appeal on the voter fraud case. That is that makes that that, that is hopeful. That is a very hopeful sign. I can I can safely say if, if the Arizona State Supreme Court is is going to review this, there's a I I give it a fifty fifty chance that we will see the election overturned uh, or the results overturned in Trump's favor in Arizona. The same state that Fox News Channel stupidly called for for Joe Biden prematurely. Like the other two cable cable so-called news networks, you know, they're they're it seems like they're in the tank for the for the liberal left. And I'm sorry, Fox News, if you if, if the truth hurts. What do you think, Gun? Gun? Oh, well, yeah. I didn't know you was finished. Uh, yeah, you know, it, yeah, it, it is. If the truth hurts, it hurts. I mean, you know, what are you going to do about it? Okay. Um, that's what a lot of these blabbering fools can't get to their thick head. Okay. The truth hurts. Okay. I, they can't believe, they don't want to believe that, you know, Biden supposedly won. Well, you know, because like I said, they're living in a fantasy world. Okay. Just like liberals, like I've said a zillion times, they live in a fantasy world. Everything that that they think does great in this fantasy world, but when it goes over there and knocks on reality's door, uh, they don't get along too good. They just like oil and water. Try to mix oil and water. You'll be sitting there shaking that bottle till hell freezes over because it's not going to mix. No matter what you do, it's not going to mix. Okay, so it's just the same thing here. Uh, fucking people just, it's just, yeah, like I said, it just blows my mind. I mean, Trump got, they said he got, what, between 14 and 16 million more votes than he did in 2016. But yet, Biden supposedly won. I mean, uh, Biden hardly ever came out of his his basement dwelling. And when he did, to, to do some type of rally, it'd be lucky to fill a goddamn a little bitty conference room. Okay. And half the time there was there was one they showed there was two reporters and all these seats were empty, <laughs> nobody showed up. But at Trump's rallies, there's anywhere from ten to fifty to sixty thousand people each one. And you tell me, Sleepy Joe fucking won. Yeah, right. Go ahead. I got you some. I got you some uh, dice swamp land in downtown um, Egypt. Okay, I'll sell you real fucking cheap. Throw in the fish. And even include maintenance contracts, you will believe that bullshit. Go ahead. Well, I can safely say without fear of contradiction, there is a lot to be said 
for uh, what what the deal is there. Um, I'm going to play a clip. This is from Newsmax TV. Uh, Jordan Sekulow was on uh, Newsmax earlier tonight and says, Texas SCOTUS case, be all, end all. Hmm. Well, pull this up on the board here. Function here. There we go. That's that. All right. Here goes nothing. I want to welcome a member of President Trump's legal team and the executive director of the American Center for Law and Justice, Jordan Sekula. Jordan, great to have you on the Thanks, program. Great. I appreciate you coming on tonight. Sure. Thank so, you. So, Jordan, we've got the Pennsylvania case basically thrown out, but Texas, and then just a snowballing effect of states right. joining Texas, that's got to hold weight with the Supreme Court, correct? Well I, well, I can already report, now the Supreme Court has put on the docket that the, the parties, so the four states named here, Georgia, Wisconsin, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, when you look at uh, the states that were named, they have to now respond by Thursday at 3 p.m. to this bill of complaint. And they have to respond to, to very specific items. Uh, so the Supreme Court is not just considering uh, what Texas filed today. They are now going the next step, which is saying we want a response from the states named. We want a response from Pennsylvania, from Wisconsin, from Georgia. Uh, so, again, I think it's very clear. that, And this is the case we've been talking about to, to reach SCOTUS. This is the outcome determinative case, 62 electoral college votes at stake, enough to change the outcome of the election if, as you pointed out, Grant, in the relief, there's kind of two reliefs sought. One is these legislatures, which are all controlled by Republicans, can seat new electors uh, because the elections were violated. The electors clause is count one, due process and equal protection in the Constitution. And because of that, uh, they can seat new electors. If they have a problem doing that, it then goes to Congress by state de delegation. And in the House, Republicans control that by 27 to 22. So it'd be Republicans choosing the next president if it had to go to the House of Representatives. This is major, though, because Grant, the court didn't just take this and issue an order uh, denying it or something like that, or, or, or maybe coming up with opinions later on tomorrow. They are requiring these four states to actively respond by Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern time to the allegations in this bill of so, complaint. And that's that's different than most court cases at the Supreme Court, because this is a case of original jurisdiction where the court has that original jurisdiction in the Constitution because it is state versus state. All right. So can the court literally say the, this election is invalid and you need to find another way to appoint electors? I mean, is that the bottom line here? Is that what the court would end up saying if they rule in favor of the president? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the court could absolutely, I mean, listen, they've got, if the, if the equal protection, if due process was violated, 
if if the electors clause in the constitution these are all constitutional challenges that texas is bringing if those were violated it affects everyone in in this current case would be everyone in texas and now we're seeing as you pointed out all these other state ags start adding on and if it if it impacts my vote in a different state then my equal protection rights were violated because of the irregularities, the wrongdoing, not following, I think, especially the electors clause, which says specifically state legislatures make the rules and change the rules. That's what the Constitution says, not courts. So even though Pennsylvania, they didn't get the injunctive relief today in Congressman Kelly's case, this gives the court an opportunity to look at it on the merits and they're going to be getting briefing on this. So now Pennsylvania is going to have to respond and say, why on earth was it okay for a court to do this when your state law and the U.S. Constitution says that you, you can only do this with the state legislatures? And the state law actually has even more conditions. All right, so Jordan, two things here. One, I worry about the time aspect of this, so I'd like to get your response sure. to that. And the other is just flat out, everybody knows I'm, I'm a big pro-Trump guy. All right? I, everybody knows they know where I want this to sure. go. It looks to me like it's an open and shut case when I look at judges deciding you can extend the mail-in ballots. When, when you look at election judges in counties saying, well, you can let this people cure ballots and these people can't cure ballots. This is open and shut constitutional uh, violations. What am I missing here that this is going this far without a judge stepping in? Uh, you're missing a lot of the, the politics of this. And ultimately, what, what came about with all those lawsuits, even the ones that weren't successful, is the gathering of all this information that then Texas and their attorney general, Ken Paxson, was able to put together in this brief. So whether or not the lawsuits were successful in a state like Michigan or Pennsylvania or Georgia, uh, again, or Wisconsin, the four states named here, you got all this information. And it's specifically going at the heart of constitutional challenges. Now, are we up against a wall with time? Of course we are. But the Supreme Court has already noted right now, they're not worried about this uh, today being the you know this day that electors are selected. Right. Uh, they, they're pushing this to the 10th for the response. Uh, it's the 14th when the Electoral College votes. But as we pointed out, as Justice Ginsburg has pointed out, the real key is January 6th when Congress certifies the vote. So there is time because this is right at the Supreme Court. The Supreme right. Court cannot just send this back well, down for the to the appellate courts. I think I think for the Newsmax audience, they need to understand this is the be-all, end-all case to determine really the outcome of yeah. this election. Well, uh, this is the major challenge, the one we were waiting for. It has enough electoral votes at stake to change the outcome. It is outcome determinative, well, and the court is deciding that they want more briefing, Jordan, and that is, a great, that is great news, Grant, Jordan, that the other side has to respond. Well, it's no coincidence that we led off the top of this show with this case and, of course, having you, Jordan, on the program to lay it out for us. Um, literally a, br a brilliant legal mind, buddy. I appreciate you coming on the program. Good luck to the team. Absolutely. And uh, keep us posted, all right? We will certainly we'll be do, watching. Grant. Thank you. All right, Gunslinger. You heard what Jordan Sekulow said. Now I want to hear what you think. Well, it's pretty simple that, yeah, he's right. I mean, it's, 
This is going to have to be decided by the Supreme Court. They better do what's what is constitutionally right. We all know by the position of the evidence. There it is, right there. That all these things need to be brought together. All this evidence needs to be brought together in one big pile and say, "Look, here's the pile of evidence right here. You guys better rule, okay? And it better be for the people, okay? Because they're bringing forth the evidence. I mean, what else are you going to do? So now that the court is leaning more to the conservative side, now that you know old Guineberg there kind of checked out. And, you know, with Kavanaugh and that other lady in there, there's two more that's leaning right. So they know, Kavanaugh and both of them, they know damn well that this election was stolen. There ain't no doubt about that. I mean, hell, if you was in that position, you didn't get up into that position by being a goddamn uh, a sewer mechanic. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, so you're, you know what's going on. It's not like you don't. So... I hopefully they'll be, they better make the right decision. Good. No, I agree. Hopefully they do make the right decision. Uh, because, you know, I mean, he, he said here, it's specifically going at the heart of constitutional challenges. Okay. So what he was telling, uh, what he was telling the uh, uh, the interviewer uh, is basically, you know, the Supreme Court now needs to uh, they're going to they're, they're going to have to look at, at at this one. They're going to have to, okay. But he said the Supreme Court is not just considering what Texas has filed; they are now going the next step, which is to say. We want a response from the states named, okay? This is a case we've been talking about to reach SCOTUS. This is the outcome determinative case. 62 electoral college votes, enough to change the outcome of the election. Okay? Now, he's... Now, he, he, it's, he, he, here, it says here, the Supreme Court, in a case of original jurisdiction, Sekulow said, will weigh the lawsuit's proposed remedy for four state legislatures seating new electors because the electors clause was, valid, was violated along with due process and equal protection. Now, Sekulow added in his interview with uh, Grant Stitchfield, who's the interviewer from uh, Newsmax, uh, he said, these are all constitutional challenges that Texas is bringing. So, sounds to me like uh, there's going to be a lot going on. Now, the four states mentioned have until Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time to actively respond to election fraud allegations in Attorney General Paxton's bill of complaint. Now, Sekulow noted all the other cases brought before, regardless of their lack of success in courts, are included 
and germane to Paxton's case, labeled Texas versus Pennsylvania at the Supreme Court. So the way I see it is this. This was something that had to happen. It had to happen. Will the Supreme Court dismiss this out of hand? I doubt it. They, they would be foolish to do so. Because now you've got the Attorney General for the state of Texas going after four states. Okay? The four battleground states, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin. All right? 62 electoral college votes. Can you imagine what would happen if the Supreme Court ruled in, 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 uh, in A.G. Paxton's favor? Do you know what that would mean? Go ahead. Well, breaking it down real simple, what it would mean would be four more years of President Trump. Okay? And rightfully so. That is the rightful and legal way that, that this thing should be decided. Okay? You know, like I said, the evidence is there. More evidence than you really needed. I mean, don't they bring evidence uh, when you go to, say, traffic court? Uh, oh, you run that stop sign. Oh, we got this video that the cop had on his dash cam uh, showing you in your car... It's registered to you. You even had your fucking uh, window down, flipping the finger and everything. And we have identified that was you by this video evidence that you ran that fucking stop sign. How much video evidence do we got here in this case? <laughs> Jeez. Miles and miles of videotape. Okay. So by the preponderance of the evidence, you have no choice but to rule in our favor. How else can they rule? I mean, I guess they could throw it out and then, okay, lock and load, baby. Go ahead. Well, all I can say is time will tell. Now, I just got a, I just got a tweet uh, sent to my phone here. Okay, and this was at se- the, the the tweet was made at seven fifty seven p.m. on on December eighth, and it's from you'll never guess who. The wicked witch of the west. The teetotaler. The martini-sucking succubus. Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, for those of you who are wondering what I'm talking about. Now listen to this. While it is progress that Leader McConnell has signed off on a $916 billion offer based on the bipartisan framework, The president's proposal, which cuts unemployment insurance by $140 billion compared to the framework, is unacceptable. The president's proposal 
must not be allowed to obstruct the bipartisan congressional talks that are underway. The bipartisan talks are the best hope for a bipartisan solution. Okay. This flake, this fucked up in the head idiot, Nancy Pelosi, doesn't understand. There have been GOP proposals put out there that many Democrats actually liked. In fact, Democrats were telling her, except the on the last GOP proposal that was offered, the Democrats in her caucus told her, except the GOP plan. This would have included a $1,200 stimulus check for Americans, unemployment insurance benefit uh, protection, and, of course, money there for the same, and a lot of what, you know, what, was, what was needed for bi- small businesses and so forth Everything that was necessary in, a stim- in the stimulus would have been signed, the president would have signed almost immediately if Pelosi hadn't acted like the Gestapo and said, stomping her feet like a child throwing a tantrum, no, no, we're not taking the GLP plan. Wah! We're not taking the GLP. Boo-hoo-hoo. I want it my way. Answer me one question, Gunslinger. Why, in God's name, do the Democrats want her back as Speaker of the House? Knowing full well she's a fucking idiot. I really don't have an answer for that. I cannot see in any logical sense, you know, I look at things logically, why they would keep voting this fucking fool back in. Okay? I mean, I would be... If somebody should run somebody out of town with a, with a big pitchfork. Okay, followed by a martini party. Okay, that you ran this person out of town just by denying all this stuff to the American people. Who the fuck goddamn died and made her God? Okay, sure, she decides what goes on. It's my way or the highway, baby. Fuck you, goddamn fucking drunk. Okay, you're nothing but a goddamn, you're just a pawn, you're just a fucking clown, is all you are. Okay. You should have been put out the pasture a long time ago, uh, but you yet you keep coming back. You know, like the gift that keeps on giving. Good God, had enough. You need to go, okay? But I guarantee you, if somebody else would have been in there, possibly they would have probably cooperated. But you see how she was, even in that speech that that uh, President Trump gave. She sat there tearing it up, had it already pre-tour, okay? That little cunt had that speech already pre-torn so she could make a big deal by tearing it up when the speech was over. You remember that? 
Got it on tape. Good. I aired the State of the Union address. People saw that. And yet, people don't give a shit. For some stupid reason, people voted for her to get her congressional seat again. Now, the only thing that makes sense as to why the Democrats would want her as Speaker of the House again goes right in line with what I said earlier and what I said a few nights ago. The reason is clear. If Biden, by some twist of fate, is sworn into office, what will happen is, about three months down the road, maybe not even that long, they will have him meet with a psychiatrist because of his age and a medical physician And I got a feeling they're going to either find him incapable of performing the duties of President of the United States due to mental defect or incapacity, incapacity due to either Alzheimer's or dementia. It's going to be one of those two because... We saw the evidence over time. We saw the evidence over time. So that's why I think the Democrats are willing to put her back in as Speaker of the House because they know that if they use the 25th Amendment against Biden and get him out, then it elevates the vice president the so-called vice president, Kamala Cameltoe Harris, from Veep to Preds. And the Speaker of the House would automatically move from Speaker of the House to vice president. And either the next in line of succession would become Speaker of the House, or they would vote for a new Speaker of the House. Either way, it makes sense based on the empirical evidence so far, which leads in that direction. Because if that's not if the, if that's not to be the case, why would Nancy Pelosi be offered the Speaker's position yet again? You see, what you see what I'm saying, Don? That move, make, added to what I said just a moment ago, starts to create the pattern by which the Democrats control everything. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you know, just like the guy on the, in the A team would always says, "I love it when a plan comes together." Well, gee whiz, it sounds like a plan, don't it? Like I said, I think they've had this plan in their dementive little screwball pea brain head that they have for a very long time. Okay, uh, you know, Pig Losey, she's 
she's a power freak. That, you know, she craves that power, being the Speaker of the House. And, you know, she has her sights on being president, just like, you know, Comrade Clinton had her sights on being the president, too. You know, birds of a dictatorship flock together, don't they? <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it goes throughout throughout history. So when you have these evil fucking people, and these, these Piglosi and Comrade Clinton and, you know, all these dumb fucks, they're evil as they can, that you can get, okay? They're all involved in pedophilia. They're all involved in dope and drugs, I'm sure. I mean, you know... You don't know what goes on up there. They've been many documentaries that people have said to you, boy, whew, that's one fucking, you think Las Vegas is goddamn corrupt and evil shit. Washington is too. And even though President Trump is draining the swamp, that swamp covers many, many hundreds of acres. It's just not a little bitty pond. It's a big ass fucking area. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. And and what what gets me is here you have this delusional group of people, Democrats, who are under the impression that at the end of the day, they're right and everybody else is wrong. They know better, and therefore they will tell the American people, without actually using the words, don't worry, America. We understand. That's why we will control your lives and you will accept it willingly. Does the, does the, does the uh, George Orwell 1984 come to mind with all of this shit going on? Seriously. Absolutely, it comes to mind, you know, because it's strictly laid out in George Orwell's 1984. Go read it, I have. In fact, I think you can get it on, on audio books on, on the internet here. Oh, yeah. Go listen to it, read it, whatever. I've, it I've actually seen in the movie. Hand. Oh, yeah, so they yeah, made a movie there. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they made a movie so out of the book. So they actually, it go, yeah, yeah, made a movie out of the book. Yeah, yeah, sure did. So it goes hand in hand and hand in hand. Exactly what went or portrayed in the 1984 book, movie, whatever. So, where do you think they got their ideas from? <laughs> and they knew it even when that book was written. This, this this has been kind of laid out, you know. This here, this here, this here, just like a just like a domino effect. This domino has been lined up. This line of dominoes has been lined up for decades now, and they push it over. It's not going real fast. It's just going hit one. Boom, boom. Over time, this is the way these people, this is the way these demonic fucking people operate. Is well, they don't, it don't have to, it don't have to be happen tomorrow. It only have to happen ten years from now. But we will get it. We will get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, I, you know, I, I've, I've been, I've been watching the Democrats as they attempted everything they threw at Donald Trump. Everything they threw at the president. And with each item they tried, 
from the collusion thing to the Mueller report to, you know, you name it. And I, I've only been able, and the only conclusion I could really draw from all of this is that not only are they delusional, but they are also, quite frankly, uh, their 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 desperation led them to having uh, Joe Biden make that incredible statement that he made nine days before the election, and I don't even think Biden realizes he he admitted to conspiring to commit voter fraud and or election fraud. So when you get somebody turning around and making this kind of a statement, you have to... We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. And he didn't correct himself on that, by the way. He did not correct himself at all. By his own admission, that's conspiracy to commit election slash voter fraud. Why is the DOJ not looking at that? Why? Is the mainstream media ignoring that because they're in cahoots with the DNC? Nothing in this election really surprises me anymore, Gun. Nothing surprises me at all. But then again, I shouldn't say that too loudly because somewhere along the line, Something's going to something's going to happen and it's going to actually surprise me. Now. Check this out. According to Newsmax, dictionary.com changes de- the definition of court packing. Check this out. Let me put this, let me bring this up. Dictionary.com caught some flack on, on Twitter Tuesday after some users noticed it had changed the definition of the term court packing. One Twitter user went to the Wayback Machine on the Internet Archive and compared the old and new definitions for the term which has become debated in political circles following the death of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg in September. President Trump subsequently replaced her with his own pick, Amy Coney Barrett, though Democrats insisted he would have, he should have waited until the outcome of the election. 
Now, supporters of Joe Biden want him to pack the court by adding additional members to the current nine justices, something President Franklin D. Roosevelt tried unsuccessfully to do. In the old, <clears throat> in the old case of court packing, Roosevelt's example appeared as the sole definition. But now the definition reads, court packing can tip the balance of the Supreme Court toward the right or left. Not everyone felt the change was a move based on leftist partisan politics. One user noted, this isn't sinister to me at all. The old definition was subpar because it defined it solely in reference to one obvious historical example. They improved the definition in a way that, to me, isn't controversial or political. Now, I'm going to see about opening the old definition. Well, the original through the Wayback Machine, which shows the original definition, court packing was, def was originally defined as an unsuccessful attempt by President Franklin D. Roosevelt in 1937 to appoint up to six additional justices to the Supreme Court, which had invalidated a number of his New Deal laws. All right. But here's the new definition. The practice of changing the number or composition of judges on a court, making it more favorable to particular goals or ideologies, and typically involving an increase in the number of seats on the court. Court packing can tip the balance of the Supreme Court toward the left or right. U.S. history, and it included the following, the, the definition that I read, just moments ago, uh, where, it's, where it spoke of an unsuccessful attempt by President Roosevelt in 1937 to appoint up to six additional justices to the Supreme Court, which had invalidated a number of his New Deal laws. So, um, the new definition... versus the old. Gunslinger, I gotta ask you. Which one makes better sense? The historically the, the historical definition or the new what I consider to be slightly politically correct version? Go ahead. Well, probably the old because we don't want that. Probably the old because we don't want that politically correct crap. So yeah, I mean, you don't want that. That they only doing it so they can get so they can swing the deal back over to their side. That's the only reason they're going to do that. You know that because, like I said, they are losing fucking power. Period. Sure is. And with that said, I'll talk to you later.
All right, Gunslinger. That's going to do it for this edition. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to upload a fresh, a, a recorded copy of this broadcast because somehow the volume control on the on on the uh, damn mixer side was turned down, and I had it turned up. Urgh. Talk about unfair. Anyway, I see my friend Dave up there in the Great North Way is uh, in the chat room as we're closing up shop. But unfortunately, this will do it for this edition of Firefox News Online. We will be back for our next edition at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. And with that having been said, we're out of here, America. All those, all those disembarking, please use the forward gangway, the one that does not go back into the ocean. And with that, we say aloha. Hoy. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Send your comments to us by writing comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Also, if you have any stories or topic ideas you'd like to share with us, send them to WeReport at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. That's WeReport at FirefoxNewsOnline.com. And be sure to check Facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. That's Facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. For the links to the live broadcasts of Firefox News Online on the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network, be sure to use Hashtag FFNOP, that's hashtag FFNOP, to trend this broadcast and all Firefox News Online broadcasts globally on social media. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next edition. That's all, folks. So let it be written. So let it be done. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.